This is the Epilogue Audio Experience. Hi everyone. If you enjoyed this episode by the way, make sure you drop a 5 star rating on Spotify as it helps the stories of incredible people that come on this podcast reach more people. Artist management business is a very tricky business. Any third management could come in and say ki I'll pay you x amount up front join me. It's very very a offer you can't refuse, right? Uh, if the amount is large. So it's it ends up to the connection that you have with your manager or the management team now think of your favorite artists creators talents while you and i enjoy their performance or art there is an economy that functions around the clock to help them create and function effortlessly and beautifully the business of managing talents can often seem glamorous you know one that involves a lot of travel and hobnobbing with famous people at parties but my guest today will shed light on a lot more on the business of managing talent my guest amol gupta is the ceo of an artist management slash advisory company called crave but prefers to call himself a chief jugad officer welcome on jamsters amol it's a pleasure to have you buddy pleasure is all mine adik thank you for having me i'm really excited for something like this and uh, like you rightly mentioned i like to call myself chief jugad officer because that's how i have survived in this industry we'll we'll circle back to why the chief jugad officer term but let's start off with understanding um how did you land where you are right now um okay interesting so uh i'll tell you a quick background story of mine so basically you know a mechanical engineer pursuing it uh was working with accenture and obviously was not very fond of the 9 to 5 job so i started my own company called diy solutions which was uh an event management company i started this in bangalore back in 2017 and uh, with one of my co-founders anuja and we were doing events and everything and then i shifted to mumbai because one of my college friends amandi uh, who is a spoken word artist himself uh, started to you know do some pieces and he was getting some views and everything and he was like ki bro mumbai hi aana hai this is the place you have to be so i got i shifted to mumbai via accenture only and then i started i i i i saw this opportunity because there was another artist i was trying to book for an event and trust me hardik i approached him saying ki i have this budget i can get you this show and he was like ki theek hai and i managed to convince him in a quarter of that price so i was like ki they don't know what to charge they don't know what is the uh, like how the market is ready for them hence the opportunity arises and i was like ki theek hai now artist management is the key and uh, within the night i called my co-founders and like ki bahut ho gaya event management let's jump into artist management this is where people and this is the gap that we can actually fill so that's how i ended up doing artist management and obviously one thing led to another and right now i am heading crave which is the artist management wing uh and is with common yes so you must uh, mention a little bit about the transition right i think from diy to happening with crave is also an interesting juncture so you must share that story too sure 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 so basically uh, i was doing this event so the ip the term ip was very new to me right as like yaar event karte hain that is what i want to do so with this 
so this is something that i have developed in the past ki whenever the artists are not getting gigs they are worrying ki what is going on with them do some event give some gig to them uh, you know organize some event and they will be like theek hai we are doing something fruitful and valuable and i started to do this meraki uh, i named a show called meraki and we did this whole ip month long ip it got covered from newspaper it got covered from uh, some radio stations and everything and suddenly one out of blue roshan abbas is calling me saying ki amul kya kar rahe ho and i like ki who is this roshan abbas why is he calling me then <laughs> i'm you know uh, i'm i'm working on a, like something in a project in accenture and a suddenly a call come in and it's gorav kapoor who is calling me and then ankur tiwari wants to meet me so i was like ki what is this happening and then i met them and obviously roshan being roshan kind of poached me <laughs> to join his firm <laughs> on the and where i where i wanted to complete the umbrella with him so the whole umbrella they are uh, they are a content company a creators collective they are doing something great with content they are creating some great unique online and offline experiences and the only logical step was to get into artist management because that's where you know the umbrella will get a uh, a uh, uh, completed yeah so that's interesting interesting happened. now uh with diy solutions is that still formally active is that inactive has it shut down what's the status it's, there it's it's in a dormant stage i would say uh we did mm-hmm. something in um, pandemic we did something uh, a event of sort but it's in a dormant stage yes interesting interesting now you mentioned chief jugad officer why the word jugad there See one thing that I've realized ki I didn't have any past connection right I don't have any connection in the media industry or in Mumbai for the matter of fact so I landed up here and everything was jugaad for me uh I said yes to like when people when artists were meeting me ki how would you get us gigs I'll like I'll get you gigs then the jugaad happens mm-hmm. okay I'll be call uh tons of colleges and see ki this is the spoken word is a platform is is a genre which is popping up you should have it in your you know a fest or whatever and that's how things led to another uh, we wanted to start merchandise again jugaad we called something then soul store happened whatever so jugaad is the word which has helped me throughout my and not only in this this uh, uh, artist management uh, journey but from childhood right this is what i have been doing i was not very good with academics i was not very uh, you know good with sports either but Jugaad is what I have been doing whole my life, so hence Chief Jugaad and Roshan. So that that makes a lot of sense. That makes yeah. a lot of sense. I think it's it's such a important skill set, right? To be able to be resourceful, and that's another word for Jugaad, right? To be able to find solutions in the midst of nothing, right. to create solutions and ideas in the midst of nothing. Um, how do you or how were you managing this Amol when um, the spoken word essentially was not a very established category, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, it was taking some time to educate people that what the spoken word really mean i understand singer i understand an anchor mc uh, i understand a musician but what is a yeah. spoken word artist and that along with the challenge that you know what let's try him or her for free we mm. don't have a budget right how do you how do you balance that piece um so when i entered this field right and they uh, the one of the pieces from spoken word went viral of yaya and he was doing great like people were calling him and they were happy hardik i'll tell you i'm not even kidding 
they were happy ki yaar they are giving us flight tickets that's a huge thing mm-hmm. you know and they were happy about that only and i was like no oh, bro boy. it's not just flight tickets you can earn from it they will pay you mm-hmm. to have you you know that's where their mind opened ki okay they are going to pay us as well and they are going to pay <laughs> us that much ki someone is also earning from the commission part you know so that is where everything kind of uh, came into places because they were not aware and when i was pitching to uh, other colleges saying ki spoken word is a genre i have a piece which went viral and can, and i can show them ki this is what i'm talking about you know this is what you will enjoy you have done comedy you have done music but have you felt that deep connection with you you know uh, so this genre has that power ki it can have that deep connection with whoever the audience and you know you can feel like this is it yaar like someone is talking to me one on one so that is the power spoken word has and i truly believe in it hence uh, i was able to i think because i believe in this genre that is why i was able to sell it you know that's true uh, so that's very important. that's very true yeah and i think i think you mentioned a very interesting point i don't think that came out correctly uh, i want to sort of make that a little more specific the idea that artists not being able to value themselves to the potential that they truly deserve uh, is is challenging and I, and i understand where that comes from right amul i think um, uh, especially when you don't have that access to connections or you've never seen the world that oh this art form can be paid it is it is worthy to be paid uh, i can tell you my own example right i think when when i started emceeing uh, for me it was it was almost like oh my god i'm getting paid to talk really like okay is this a profession oh man and i come similarly from an engineering background i'm a civil engineer by degree and for me like the structure worlds of understanding hierarchy and startups and business and capital was something that came naturally but to switch on the art side and then perform i too went through my challenges of understanding whether should i charge this or not right am i worthy of this or not will they pay me or not so i can completely understand i think this is such an important gap to fill and i'm and i'm really glad that you spoke that out uh, you know correctly what what are thoughts on uh, educating talent about this gap like how do you go about educating talent on this gap right so i'll tell you there are two aspects to this firstly uh, when the artist is starting off like when i entered all these artists uh, artists were starting off this uh, this journey and i was like ki you are doing great you need money about uh, like from this and you can earn this right i know the market i am pitching for comedy events so i also did uh, you know curation with uh, comedians and musicians and everything so i know ki what's the appetite they have right hmm. and with the worth i am providing i can put a value to it so hence they were very uh, ad- like they were very okay with the fact ki theek hai amul can take a call on it now that's one mm. kind of artists who are just starting off now there are established artists you know when you go to manage them or when you approach them they're like yaar tumko kyun do like if i can mm. save that 15 20% but the point which i educate all of them and i tell this to all the artists it's not about the 15 20% market or the 15 20% commission that a manager would charge it's the 15 20% extra he would get you right because when one when an artist is talking to a organizer let's say or someone 
and when a manager talking it's add value add value plus i can negotiate in to that extent that an artist can't they would never they do so hence uh, whenever a manager is there trust me i'm telling you from experience ki you won't be getting less you will be getting more in general plus your value your worth in the market is going to increase day by day so that's the importance of an artist manager and that's why artist managers should be there so you know i think there is this one psychological blockage that comes in in the minds of artists right i think um, uh, a artists are passionate about their craft which is the whole reason why they do it right yeah. um, and to merge it with a monetary angle it feels that any money is good money right uh at least in those initial years but once you become more established then you start realizing the worth and the leverage that you bring in as as a performer right. but those initial years right and they can be really long right amol you can see that it can it can range from like a couple of years to like 5 6 7 8 years right till the time you get the correct sure. that that final breakout right um and it's such an important role that an artist manager plays uh and a good artist manager right i think it's very important to mention a good artist manager because there are all kinds of people right in the market yeah. uh and and uh, how do you then identify uh what makes a good artist manager who's working in the interest of the artist so artist manager as i define it are people who who is your friend who's your partner and who will fight like an enemy I'll tell you why <laughs> because he's a friend for example I'm talking about me let's say uh it's not that I'm just worried about earning for me and earning for my family now I'm also worried about okay one of my artists wants to get married he needs certain kind of ex- like money per uh month that I have to arrange one of my artists wants to build his home he wants to buy a new place that is something that I'm uh, talking about so as a friend they are always coming to you and saying ki yaar ye ghar pe ye problem hai this is what i'm aiming to this is what i want to make, do next that's where you act as a friend as a partner when they go on any kind of beat uh, creative block beat uh, any kind of relationship uh, something happens there you are acting as a partner you are telling them ki what to do what not to do and everything you know everything in between um but when it comes to the craft they are very like artist being artist they will think about the craft only and at the end it is us who is thinking about okay how to monetize this what is the uh, proper number to put in and then before i negotiate with the front like uh, the organizer or whoever uh, the gig manager i have to negotiate with the artist first ki yaar this is what i am going to put and they will say nahi yaar kam bhi kar sakte you know so this will happen so all of these roles needs to be played by one person that is the artist manager so a good artist manager needs to play all these three roles very interesting so i want to dig a little deeper here what particular skill sets do you think an artist manager needs to have in their arsenal skill set one like jugaad as i'll completely uh, uh, stick to that word is something that you should have plus you will have to be a people person will have to be a people person because uh it's more about communicate not about the communication it's skill is more about connecting so whenever mm-hmm. you are talking to whoever uh, be it a brand manager be it a organizer be it a talent manager to collaborate with whatever 
you need to be that people person because you have to make that connect you have to yeah. uh, you know have that uh, connect for your artist so that's one secondly jugad because at midst of uh, let's say a gig there's anything which is required you have to be that attentive you have to be that jugadu that you can take the step there and you know get whatever is required so that is there and you have to be stern like when people meet me uh, like right now what how i'm talking to you is a different amul when i talk to uh, someone who i'm going to negotiate with you know mm. because when i'm going to negotiate i need to have that upper hand every time uh, so that i can win that negotiation so that is uh, some things like that are some skill set which are absolutely required Mm-hmm. Do you think it's um valuable mm-hmm. to be an artist yourself and then manage other artists do you think that's that's something a prerequisite do you think that can be circumvented what are your thoughts on this that is a plus point for sure if you are an artist yourself you before anyone you know ki what an artist requires you know be it validation be it uh monetary benefits be it um, just you know uh, some claps you know artists can be happy from that as well so before anything you know ki this is what i would uh, require <clears throat> and that helps you that helps you uh, closing gigs that helps you closing brands uh, ki this is what my expectation looks like and then obviously artists will add on but uh, it makes your job much more easier So I won't say it's a uh, it's very necessary, but I think it's a plus point to have. Mm-hmm. Interesting, interesting. You know, with with the pandemic, right? I think um, the entertainment, the media business, obviously got massively hit, and performing artists were literally out of work. Um, yeah. During this phase, uh, how did you manage to get business for the artists that you manage, or how were you keeping their mental health in check? I'd love to get your take on that. See, when I started. my whole uh, strong suit was i have connection with college so when there is a college fest i can get gigs and artists are happy with me but college gigs are very uh, limited in terms of the number of months which will happen okay it will happen in the end of year like you will have more college fest than comparison to the earlier months right then i started miraki because that was where i was feeding my artists ki this is you have something for now will have the college fest in a while okay while pandemic was hit so again uh, no one was ready to perform to zoom uh, no one was ready to you know uh, do online gigs because again they were not comfortable plus you don't know about the content you know whoever can record it and maybe upload it on youtube and your content is gone you can't use it again so no one was comfortable right so in midst of that but you have to make sure ki you don't lose the connection with uh, the audience that you have built hence mm-hmm. the workshop model was born uh, so i like if will with commune i initiated this whole workshop hacking creativity module where i was getting all my artists we were doing workshops we were creating online experiences and not about just me like there are multiple agencies i know uh, managing other talents they all came up with some or the other uh, things which their artists were good about like beat same playing chess or beat varun doing quizzing or you know so these people were doing some things which are they are good at and they are enjoying and 
that is not related to the content bit hence mm-hmm. uh, you know you are feeding them uh, with some kind of excitement they are connected with their audience and relatively their mental health is also in a check we also did something like we also have uh, shared a care package with all our artists when in the pandemic where you know just to check if they are okay i used to call them once in a while like it was in my to do list ki i have to call them every twice or thrice uh, in a week just to check just to talk nothing else no uh, agenda just call just have a chat ki what's going on what's happening so yeah that's how we uh, passed the pandemic and then thankfully everything went well so yeah Mm. that's i think very very important i think um, when when especially artists are not having work and you are a manager or managing them i think just a word of reassurance yes. uh, that you are around that i think would go such a long way and that's because that's how you maintain the relationship see artist business mm. artist management business is a very tricky business any third management could come in and say ki i'll pay you x amount upfront join me it's very very a uh, offer you can't refuse right uh, mm-hmm. if the amount is large so it's it ends up to the connection that you have with your manager or the management team because if the connection is strong you will still think about it if not you will join like this you know so, that's such a good point so i want to I want to unpack this point a little bit more, right? I think, uh, especially when you work with artists who are in their growing phase, right? Mm-hmm. Managing them uh, is a particular set of challenges. Yeah. When the artist becomes a breakout artist or becomes a bigger league artist, uh, they have a different set of challenges. You mentioned about you know another agency coming in and taking away the talent. Um, how do you handle this? Firstly, and secondly. um i'm curious to know how does it impact on the business side of things of your agency right so artist management in general is a 15 20% commission based uh, work right we earn when the artist earn we uh, if if they earn more we earn more if they earn less we earn less simple maths in the growing phase i am investing in the artist i am doing all kind of errands i am doing everything to make sure ki artist reaches to point b from point a where he was charging let's say x amount then maybe we can increase that amount that is the hard work that i am doing and once we reach that point ki no now he has a good amount of you know he is earning quite well and i can earn from that like properly earn earn from that um that's when the bigger fish will come in and say ki now i will manage them and that's the role uh, that's the business that exist like uh, we are trying to change it but this happens right this has happened with me but uh, because we have that relationship and i i'm talking about myself with all my artists i have that relationship because before joining to anyone or before even the even if the uh, offer comes in they will check with me ki amol kya aaya what to do i'll tell you like um, there have been instances where i'm sitting to uh, and talking to another artist management agency with my artist because they have approached them saying ki hame join kar do and i'm sitting with oh them oh boy 
<laughs> I'm sitting with them. We had that discussion and I'm sitting quietly. I'm just listening to what they have to say and I'm just checking what my artists have to say. And the mm. conversation has ended saying, I have my management team. Thank you. We just wanted to connect. Oh boy. So, you know, that is the conversation. That is the faith that you will have to have. Because as an artist, you also have to remember that be the initial days, you, there was someone who was working with you mm-hmm. for you every time, like 24-7. And when the time comes to payback and, and in terms of payback, when the time comes when he can earn from you, uh, you jumping to another agency is not quite nice for us. But this happens. It's part and parcel of this management field. Interesting. Um I want to also understand that as artists, right? I think um, uh, you mentioned this such a real life example of you being in conversation with another agency and your artist was being coached there. Um, How much of contracts are actually put in place and how much are they valued, Amul? See, contracts are put in place. I have always um, done contracts with all my artists. I have made sure that it's properly, uh, you know, covered and I ask all my artists to read through it, go through it because God forbid, if something uh, goes sideways, we should be on the same page that this is the paper piece of paper that we have signed to. These are the agreement. These are the terms that we have agreed to. Having said that, Ahadik, to be honest, you being an artist yourself, you would understand that once I'm sharing that relationship with you and if, if at all I see there's a worth of you joining another company. I mm. used to manage a comedian as well. Take I mm. let him go because I know his worth joining the other company would be much more, much, much more. Right? Interesting. Interesting. Good for okay. him as well. Then I don't go back saying ki contract mein ye likha tha. you have to serve that one month ka notice period. You have to close mm. all these deals with me only. Because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter in terms of longer because it's it comes down to relationship, like I said, right? The relationship you have with your artist. So at that point, I have let him go. And I have told him, don't worry about the contract. It's okay. We'll be taken care of. Because in the longer run, it will always come back to you. You That makes so much of sense, right? I think uh, especially uh, this becomes... uh, a very insecure way of running a business, right? I think uh, the insecurity is so large uh, of, of managing the talent and then the talent being poached. Uh, I understand where that comes from, right? I think I completely understand uh, the challenges of managing an artist. And I'm sure, I think I think as, as the conversation evolves, a lot of people who are hearing the podcast will understand that uh, there is so much more, right? Like when I started the introduction, it's right. so much more than just, you know, being at parties and attending events and listening to their content, uh, watching them perform. It's the backend stuff which goes unnoticed, right? And which is where the manager is literally working around the clock. And I, and, I've, and, I, and I often say this, right? I think talent managers are some of the hardest working people in show business, except that they are not the face of whatever that event concert project is, right? I think they, they, are, they are the silent foot soldiers of, of uh, managing the artists. I'll tell you uh, one instance. So this is my, like, in my family, my sister looks up to me and she's like, yeah, you have that life. You know, you are just traveling here and there. You are partying, you are having this event, you are uh, 
dancing you are you know meeting all these great artists and everything everything looks very fancy okay you are enjoying you have that life but what she don't know what others don't know is ki while i was with i was working in accenture i used to do my 9 to 5 job then i would go to proper meetings i would schedule meeting accordingly then i'll come home by 1 am 2 am you know in that local train and then you know you sleep and then again 9 to 5 the cycle repeats so no one sees the back and no one sees the struggle uh, no one sees the uh, you know uh, whatever we do it's very very behind the scene kind of uh, work that we do no one sees that struggle out clear and it is very true ki we work really hard uh because you see the gig which is closed you see someone going you see one is traveling and doing a show somewhere maybe internationally but you don't know before that there would be 100 of gigs we have approached to there would be 100 of things we have done uh to make that one thing happen right so there's a certain amount makes of sense. work which go yes makes sense i understand that uh, talent managers artist managers need to be um very very grounded right i think uh, managing talents doesn't make you a talent yourself i think it's it's something that i heard from one of these uh, uh, leading talent managers uh, founders i can't recollect his name but he said that uh, when when talent managers manage these incredible artists uh, this sort of start feeling that they themselves are you know important people and and the job of yours is to actually manage a talent you should keep that at the center of your work right right so this is also another problem because some talent managers like you told right what makes a good talent manager or what makes a you know fairly uh, not good uh, talent manager is this difference once you think you are the important person you are gone mm-hmm. you are gone you won't be uh, surviving in this industry because uh, you are never the important person is the artist you have you have to be the True. artist first person always uh be it you are talking to the brand be it be it you are talking to any other talent manager uh even the artist like you know some artists are good uh, some artists have more fame some artists have more numbers it doesn't mean ki the other artist is less to be valued for you know you should respect you should very very good point as a they are another artist artist and artist shouldn't have that clash and especially the talent manager should know this very clearly ki beat your artist beat their artist beat whoever artist all in all they are artists and not someone like with 10 million followings or with 1 million followings or mm-hmm. with 580k followings you know so that segregation shouldn't be there and you should respect everyone equally and never never such a lovely never, point uh make sure like never ever keep yourself in the priority hmm. it is all have you bad. seen that amul when artist um are managing other artists uh hmm. there is often or is there a conflict of interest that comes in that the artist who's managing the other artist would end up pitching him or herself in the process does that happen have you seen that happen this happens this happens at my own company uh so there is a musician who is managing indie music talents right mm-hmm. while he wants to uh, pitch himself because you are pitching music talents you are pitching his music like whoever music to a record label let's say 
and at that hmm. point it's very but natural that you will have that thing inside you ki yaar apna music bhi pitch kar sakta hu you know but you interesting hmm. i have i have always uh, made sure i have made this very clear ki never put yourself first even if it is the first meeting you are having even if you are uh, showcasing some of your talents in music never ever put your music in that first meeting or a first email or first uh, interaction because i think then uh, the feeling arises ki okay i am putting myself maybe i will put myself first like the first out of the order uh mm. so that will you know kind of uh, drive the attention and it's bad for business because even the if you're talking to a record label they know what you are doing what you are saying you know Very what you are pitching so they will understand where it is coming from so it should never happen ki you should pitch yourself first but yes being uh, an artist yourself i i wouldn't uh, stop him for you know pitching his music but maybe on the second meeting second Makes meeting sense. is okay you can pitch yourself but not in the first meeting i would say that i would say to avoid hmm. Mm-hmm. So, have you Amol, uh, you know, seen some genres of talent uh, areas that are more difficult than others, or have you have you stepped away from some genres of managing talent? Not really. I think uh, it's about the market. It's finding that niche. Uh, before I, so I was doing this event with uh, a gaming company where I provided some artists. and for me it was very new ki yaar gamers ko who would manage what is their scope mm-hmm. what is the potential i didn't know it but it's mm-hmm. a huge market in itself you know? oh yeah yeah so i you never know if you find the niche if you find that market it's okay it's equally hard it's equally easy to manage any kind of talent uh, it's just that you have to find that gig and to be honest like this is something that i have been doing from start of my career where i wanted to manage some unique unique as in uh, mm-hmm. not so conventional talent like i don't want to manage a proper music uh, band i don't want to manage a bollywood artist because that's very out mm-hmm. i want to create a new genre like right now i have a hold on in spoken word i also started mm-hmm. managing some beatboxes i also did some sand artists for the matter of fact interesting you know? so these are the artists who are unique like very less in number they have a very small niche market but if you can capture that you are holding the 100% or the 80% of that market mm-hmm. so it's it's about the uh, you know the pie is better and to have that like that piece of pie is much bigger very interesting yeah very interesting yeah um when when you sort of you know say that um, it it depends on uh for example things that interest you and you want to say not conventional per se but uh, you know uh, let's say someone who you want to handle with indie music example right so yeah. how do you understand music as a genre because music is such a complicated uh, it's a very very big space right uh, in terms right. of record labels streaming revenues merchandising touring right there are like 10000 things uh, but if let's say you're managing a spoken word artist purely it could probably be merchandising lesser than for example music so so do you do you see differentiators there or are you able to really grasp uh, the subject very well go deep explore with the artist like how how do you understand this quickly okay let me put in this way uh as as spoken word as a genre 
the all the things that I can do with music, I can do with spoken word as well. It's up to me mm-hmm. okay. what I'm doing. Okay. Be it touring, be it merchandising, be it uh, even doing these record labels. Spoken word artists are writing songs. One of my artists recently wrote song for a series which came out. So this happens. Like everything you can do with music, you can do with spoken word. It's up to us what all we are going to do. Uh, indie music, because the reason we entered the indie music space is because one of our co-founders here at Commune was Ankur Tiwari, right? Mm. It only made sense for us to enter that space, um, indie music, where uh, you know we can manage. And again, I'm sticking to a certain genre of music right now. I'm not Got it. getting music in general. I'm not managing a conventional music artist. I'm uh, sticking to a indie music singer songwriter on a space. That's where I'm going to lead. So I think that's the got it. Got it. No, I think I think that I think with with the clarity that you've mentioned, Namol, I think that 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 makes a lot more sense. I think now I'm able to see the parallels. Probably from the outside, it just uh, wasn't that clear. But I think in your head, there is a there is a connecting thread to yes. managing musicians or a spoken word artist. So, so obviously that makes um, a lot of sense after hearing you. Um, going forward, uh, what is it that you foresee in terms of trends for creators outside of just being performers? Do you see that being the main revenue source going forward as well? Or do you see them into becoming business brands? Uh, like like how do, you, how do you foresee the evolution of artists from here now? See, artists are brands. You can't treat artist anyhow, like any different from any brand that you're treating, right? So artists are brand. We are building a brand, not an artist. It is very clear in my head. And the reason why we call ourselves as holistic management is because of this reason. Uh, one of my artists is famous poet, storyteller, and in the spoken word genre, but he wants to become an actor. I'm going to handhold his hand till the point where we establish himself as an actor. Uh, on the other hand, there is another artist who is again a great uh, spoken word artist, but he wants to become a writer. So he is going to take that back seat and he wants to write for all kind of beat songs, beat screenplays, beat uh, stories. He wants to write. So that is the journey for him. So artists are brands. We are taking a different journey for all individual, like every individual artist, right? That's one. Secondly, um, any artist, when you are treating him as a, him or her as a brand, you have to do all kind of stuff. For example, I'll, I'll take another artist, which is outside of our uh, roster. Let's say Zakir, for example, right? He is a great artist to do a case study on. He started his uh, thing he was doing uh, comedy he was writing he was he went viral and then specials came out then he also acted then he also did uh, some advertisements then he also launched his uh, you know uh, biryani brand you know mm. so this is the whole journey of how you can monetize how the artist brand can be built and beat whatever their interests are. Uh, for example, Gaurav Kapoor, his interest was into sneakers. He ended up, uh, you know, uh, funding a sneaker brand. He then is a face of it. So the whole brand journey is there. 
so uh, whenever you are managing an artist there is a proper journey that you have to take uh, with them and which can end up wherever for every artist it's a different goal it's a different uh, uh, place they want to end up with and that's the journey that you will mm. travel with so in the lovely, know, obviously in the lovely. journey you'll have to earn you'll have to make uh, uh, make it monetizable you have to because that's your survival kit so that is that's true <laughs> now that makes a lot of sense amol um this has been really fun chatting um lots of interesting viewpoints and i'm and i'm um uh, uh, taking back a lot of interesting perspectives on the business of talent so thank you very much for a great chat thank you thank you adik for having me it was great talking to you and um uh, like i said it's all about connections we i think we really connected and this happened but uh, thank you thank you so much for having me if you enjoyed this episode of jamsters please make sure you subscribe to eplog media and all major podcasting platforms such as spotify jio saavn gana apple podcasts and google podcasts among many others for upcoming episodes you know i love listening from each one of you so please make sure you share this podcast with your friends and family and your colleagues and please make sure to drop a comment on apple podcasts if you're listening there and also if you're listening on eplog media they've recently launched a feature where you can comment on the particular episode too your support is my fuel you can connect with me on instagram @hardikdivedya or on linkedin too catch you on the other episode